This week on Tea with Queen and Jay, we get into some mental health check-ins and then we uncover and dismantle and disrobe that whole auntie, not an auntie, Aunt Jemima, Mammy, family, breakdown. What the fuck is that? Are you an auntie or are you not? It's Tea with Queen and Jay, people. Drink up. Queen and Jay. Tea with Queen and Jay. We don't have time for this. At all. Let's just get to it. Welcome, Welcome to, to Tea, tea with, with Queen and Jay. We, we are two womenist race nerds talking shit over tea, dismantling white supremacist patriarchal capitalism one episode at a time. I'm Queen. I'm Jay. And, and this, this is Tea with Queen, Queen and Jay. Ew. All right. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm cool. How are you doing? Hi. This bitch ain't sleep, y'all. Like, it's been, no, it hasn't been, hasn't been 24 we're not saying it to brag no we're not saying it to brag it's more of an apology yeah because uh, i don't know i don't know i don't know what's gonna happen you got this i feel okay you know how you be like like i have been tired and then stayed awake to the point where i'm like not tired right now yeah i've done that so yeah what's about to happen took a two-hour power nap as Mm -hmm. sam suggested (laughs) oh that's good that's good yeah yeah it's helpful I have not done that. And it, again, not to brag, it wasn't intentional. It just happened. This is like the busiest month of our lives. Yo. Yeah. yeah. And we don't have like Beyonce assistance yet. Nope. Know? Beyonce gets a lot done, but she also has a lot of support. And then Blue does her choreography at this point. So. Yeah, she's holding down a dance team, you know? So, so there's that. That that tape did re- uh, surface of uh, Blue Ivy showing us her moves. And understanding, as every black girl does, that's a... Make a point. You have to do a split. You got to do end. a split. A high kick and a split. Yep. That's what it All is. All right. Just so y'all know, this episode is a spot of tea. Spot of tea episodes are episodes with less segments. We get in, we talk our shit, and we get the fuck out of here, yo. Exactly. It allows us to do a show every week since, like we just said, it's just the fucking two of us. Just and the two of hey, us. We did not want to. Oh, you're going to keep it going with try. it? That's it. Okay. We only got time. Okay. We didn't want to skip an episode. We wanted to show up and get in here and talk our shit. Because we actually have shit to say. We don't have a lot of time to say it. Um, but we're going to do it. But we're going to fucking do mm-hmm. this shit, yo. If you would like to follow the conversation being had on this here podcast. A podcast. You can do so by using our hashtag, hashtag T with QJ. You can, do it, you can use that on all the social medias, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr. Use it. We like to retweet it. Like that shit. Love that shit. And then you can find other tea friends within the hashtag. Also, use the hashtag pod in and add it to let other people know on the hashtag that you are listening to Tea with Queen and Jay. Jay, yo, you want to tell the people what libations are? I do. Libations are when we pour one out for the homies, when we give our shout outs, when we celebrate the people, places, and things that are giving us black ass, black joy. Queen, do you have libations this week? Yes, I do. So I have a libations for my coworker, Christian. Okay. He did something really, really brave and special for me the other day. I cannot mm-hmm. say what it is because I work in HR and I would get fired and it's supposed okay. to be confidential. All right. But he listens to the podcast. Love Dope. the show. Jay has met Christian. Yes, and I wanted to give person. him libations here because I know he'll feel warm and tingly inside. Because nice. he That's hears nice. himself on a podcast. So yes, libations to you, Christian. Yeah, yo. I really appreciate what you did that day. Libations to that and libations to supporting like your co workers yes you know and libations to like loving black women yes okay love and support black women yeah totally that is fantastical yes. queen yes can you tell the people why and how they can and should donate to tea with queen and jay podcast yes i can so donate to tea with queen and jay to progress this podcast sustain this podcast and keep the lights on for this motherfucking here podcast, A podcast. there are two ways to donate to tea with queen and jay you can two. go oh scared me <laughs> even though I, <laughs> even though i know you say that i only do that every week i know i just i don't know it's a lot go to our website teawithqueenandjay.com scroll down on our homepage, and there's where you see two options two the first option is our paper option and that is where you could come however much you want put however much you want in a collection plate there is no commitment there our second option is our Patreon option, and that's just asking for a little bit more commitment. We're only asking for $2 a month. $2. You can give more or less if you want, but like I said, we are only asking for $2. Also, direct links to those ways to donate are in our show notes. You can click that, too. You don't even have to go to the website. Other ways to donate to TV Queen and Jay that aren't monetary are by subscribing to this podcast, Subscribe. sharing this podcast, Share. 
um, letting people tell them, hey, listen to TV Queen and Jay, using our hashtag, tagging us in them posts mm-hmm. that people ask, what do new podcasts listen to? All of that stuff. Any way that you can share this podcast, rating, yep. reviewing these podcasts, yep. all of those ways in which you can spread the great word of TV Queen and Jay is also a donation. That's right. Break us off with a five-star rating if you are using the Apple Podcast app. You know those people out here like fucking uh, faking ratings and shit like that? Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. I just wanted to say it. Yeah, we, we don't do that shit. <laughs> so if you all would just be kind, like when you listen to the episode, just like review the podcast, give us a rating, yeah. give us a five-star rating. We really do appreciate that. It really does matter. Yeah, I learned that stuff in blog groups. What? Of all the, the shit that people are faking? Yeah, that. Yeah. Comments, Instagram likes, Instagram mm-hmm. comments, like mm-hmm. all of that stuff. Listens. There's niggas out here buying listens and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Great. If you would like to sponsor Tea with Queen and J podcast, if you would like to advertise with us, send us your email at teawithqueenandj at gmail.com. If you'd like to hire us to speak at your school or organization, do a live show or consult, again, send us your email at teawithqueenandj at gmail.com. Yes, yes, yes. So let's get into donation lobby. Yes, we got donations this week. And a bunch of you hit our Patreon and PayPal. We got mad love this we week, did, actually. Really did. Well, because um, this has been two weeks. Oh, that's right. It yeah, has been two we weeks. Did the, yeah, because last year we, we did, did our... Last we week we did our... It. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Thanks again to everybody who listened to our She's Gotta Have It review yeah. of season two. Yo, check that out. If you have not listened to it already, it's episode 210. Yo, mm-hmm. I enjoyed the shit mm-hmm. out of that. Thanks for everybody for their feedback. Yo, it was fucking dope. We got some new Patreon subscribers. and. Those people are Chantel. Thank you so much for your donation. We appreciate you. And I think I'm saying this correct. Zermina? Zermia. Zermia. Yeah, yes, Zermia. Yep. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. Thank you for becoming patrons. Yes. And we got some PayPal donations. We got donations from Portia. Uh, the homie Dashen broke us off. Dashen says, y'all already know I fucks with y'all, so I'll keep it short. I decided to double down on my annual donation this year. Stay strong and keep telling the black ass truth. Yeah. Thank you so much, Dashen. Thanks, Dashen. Bukola hit us from the UK and says, sending love from the UK. Hope this helps with drinks at Juneteenth. Yes, it yes, does. It Thank really you does. so much. Oh, it really, really does. And Jacqueline also broke us off and says to help with Juneteenth or whatever you want. Thank you so much, Jacqueline. We also got um, some donations on the Eventbrite link for our Juneteenth celebration that is coming up this Wednesday. Mm -hmm. And donations came in from Christina, Marquise, Evan, Brooklyn, Tanisha, Taquan, Mietta, Naya, Hannah, Ketz, Lorenzo, Jasmine, Barbiana, Latoya, and Nick. About three Kims. And who else? I don't know how that verse goes, but there's a lot of people. It was, I Keisha, know there's a lot Tanisha, of people. Tawanda, Takanda. I know my sister's name was in there. Rashida. I am. Yeah. All right. So thank you to everybody who broke us off on the Eventbrite. Your donations help us to keep throwing um, events like this and keep them free, yep. which is important to us to do. So thank you all so much. Also, I'll put a call out. Yo, you're a Yo. fundraising ass bitch. I, I just want to just libations to Jay because she's a fundraising ass bitch. I do what I can. Yeah. I do what I can. So last year, somebody broke us off with a certain amount of money and it allowed us to give our first 50 guests at our Juneteenth celebration um, free drinks. And that's kind of what like my dream is to have a whole like free ass party, like with drinks and food and all that stuff and just really celebrate whoever shows up for Juneteenth yeah. to celebrate black ass freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, so we didn't have enough money for all that extra shit that I wanted to do this year. Yeah. So I put a call out to my homies on Instagram. She wanted elephants. She was like, what you call uh, yo, it? Yo, Cersei. I was like, where are the elephants? Where are the elephants? <laughs> <laughs> the elephants. Um, so we couldn't get the elephants. But my homies came through. And thank you all for your donations. And now we have uh, free drinks for our first 50 guests, yo. So I wanted to pour libations for Electa, Headley, Amira, Addison, Whitney, Sydney, Randy, Corey, Fly, Mary Lou, Deborah, Charlotte, Catherine, and Matthew. Thank you all so much. I appreciate you. You all are fucking dope. And thanks for contributing to a black ass. Good ass, free ass ass time. Free ass, good time, yo. Yeah fucking love people yo do too i do too and these people in here white they oh uh yeah some of them are white okay cool okay wait 
So we have events coming up. Yes. Like we just mentioned, every year we throw a Juneteenth party. Mm -hmm. And Juneteenth is the day that slaves in Texas received word that they were free. It's the first documented black American holiday. It is the only holiday that's that we know of that's yeah. in the US that celebrates liberation from slavery or the end of slavery, the yes. official end of slavery. And so we make up at a point to celebrate that shit every year, especially as people who are under attack by the state, especially as people who are still fighting for our liberation and yep. fighting for freedom. We're still um, fighting to end uh, slavery, which is mass incarceration right now. Yeah, and other forms. And other forms as of, well. of slavery and oppression. Mm -hmm. And so we make it a point to take a minute, look each other in the eyes and shit and celebrate like the end of slavery, slavery and as uh, an institution that has tried to define who we are as a people, yep. it's important that we celebrate the end of that shit and that we are so much more than that experience. So our Juneteenth after work kickback takes place on Juneteenth. That's Wednesday, June 19th from 6 to 10 p.m. at Vaughn Bar. Our RSVPs are closed. The free RSVPs the free RSVPs are closed. Um, but if you hit the donation tab in the RSVP link and give it the, and send the donation of your choice, we will add you to the RSVP list. Yep, yep, yep. All right, so come through. We want to see remember, you. first fifty guests get, get a free, free drink. drink yeah, okay. I'm so excited about get that. Get some of that drink. Come through. Yes. Get, that drink. get that drink. You don't have scissor up, Olene. Okay, it's regular drinks. Some people be coming with. Are weirder. people still drinking scissor? I think that's what they call lean now. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just saying, people might maybe older folks coming from the south. These are facts. Just saying, these are facts. Okay, it's, it's you know all the blacks come. So all right, all right. Mm -hmm. So bring your own scissor and or lean. <laughs> um, other announcements: We will be at Afros and Audio Festival. Afros and Audio is a black centered podcast festival taking place in Brooklyn on June twenty second and twenty third. We will be there on Saturday doing our presentation titled "The Market Is Not Flooded," which will include our approach to podcasting as community as bitches. Yes. If you already have tickets to the festival, we look forward to seeing you. If you'd like to buy tickets, we've included the twenty five percent off promo code and other links in the show notes. Yeah. There's also a virtual ticket, so if you're out of state and you kind of if you want to see what they got going no, on, then you can get the virtual ticket, yo. And, and it's well. like a replay link and all that good all shit that or whatever. Yep. So the information will be in the show notes. Yes. Also, bad bitch brigade, baddie brigade, black baddie. I love it. Bad bitch, booked and blessed. No, y'all be trying to add mad bees to that shit. It's seven bees. It's like, but 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 wait, it gets worse. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Oh gosh. Okay. Marsha's plate live show. Join <laughs> Diamond Style Mia Mix Z June 29th, five to ten p.m. Sorry, that's how it looked. Oh, you! <laughs> I'm like, when did you become a dancehall DJ? That's just how it looked in the in the in the here. Not tree. <laughs> That's a pasta pasta reference. If it went over your head. <laughs> All right. So Marsha's. I'm already here yelling. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah, Marsha's plate is he is gonna be in New York, yo. For people who don't know, Marsha's plate is based in podcast based in out Houston. of Texas. Yeah, Houston, Texas. These are our homies. From the uh, Bad Bitch Brigade, Marsha's Plate. They're doing a live show. So join Diamond Styles, Mia Mix, and Z. They're going to be here in New York June 29th from 5 to 10 p.m. Or until they kick us out. That's so it, yeah. maybe it'll still go down after that. Mm -hmm. um, they will be at Talon Bar in Brooklyn. That's at 22 Wyckoff Avenue. Uh, libations to Diamond and um, Mia, who I think we're pronouncing it. Yeah, it was... <laughs> Wickoff, Wickoff or like the, like, the mm -mm. difficulty. They were like, mm -mm, I don't know how oh, to. Mm. That was fucking hilarious. <laughs> but I don't even know how to pronounce it because I heard people say it. So like, 
Uh-huh. Honestly, yeah. Well, I'm a New Yorker, so I would have said Wyckoff anyway, because I just you know drag what? shit out for no reason. I, I probably we might too, not have ever heard, heard nobody it. say it. Yeah. It might be a whole community of white people that in say Brooklyn that say something else. That's like when here is Lenox Avenue. When mm-hmm. I went to Brooklyn and people were saying Lenox because it's like a Lenox. Oh. I was like, what's happening? <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other different whole other thing. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So Talent Bar in Brooklyn. It's a queer global fundraising event. So admission is a donation of your choice. So bring what you have. Come as you are donate if you come donate if you don't also it'll be hosted by the homies latasha and jameer pond of we shall over chug podcast jameer is also on that new show on um, the new bt show, show right black on Facebook. Coffee. yes hashtag black coffee so yeah. check him out there mm-hmm. also the homies bag ladies are going to be there now right yeah yay yes. so i'm fucking excited so if you are looking for something to do during pride weekend if you want to hang brigade, out with the black yo, brigade so yo, we're gonna be out here i'm so excited i'm looking forward to we stay in these streets. Yes, I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Sunday. 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 Okay. Sunday, you June. You want to be a dance hall DJ. So Sunday. All right. Sunday, June 30th. You know what? You add that to your list? Of I'm going to add that to my list. It's not enough women doing that shit. It's not enough. There's like really not. Right? Like, like, I can't think of a classic women's voice that's like screaming over, you know? Not in dance hall. I'm right. also a Yankee, so I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I'm quite Yankee adjacent, so maybe I don't know either, but... Sunday, June 30th! Let <laughs> mosh up the place! Sunday, June 30th, I will be moderating a panel on pop culture journalism at Women in Comics Con. That's WinCon at the Queens Museum. That is right. I will venture to Queens for this. I'm going to do it. The con is from 11 to 5. It's a free con with vendors, panels, cosplayers, and all that good shit. So um, I think Diamond Styles should be there as well. Mm -hmm. She is going to be on my panel. We will let you niggas know if anything changes, but that is the plan. And I'm fucking excited about WinCon. We'll put the link to that in the show notes. It's free. RSVP link is in the show notes. Um, there is an option to buy a t-shirt and that's like a donation and you get a fucking t-shirt thing. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it is a free motherfucking event. So again, come through, come as you are, come with what you have. And lastly, um, Sex Trivia Sundays. Sex Trivia Sundays! <laughs> Love Story Bar! <laughs> With the inner hall uprising, Sam in a tree. <laughs> oh shit! When we're tired, I guess we oh, we, we venture back into pasta pasta okay. YouTube video days. All right, all right. Oh, okay. So July seventh, five p.m. to eight p.m. Inner hall rap, inner hall uprising. More BBB Bastards Brigade, Brigade. Cause y'all like Adam B's and shit. <laughs> We'll have their sex trivia event. Free entry at Love Story Bar in Brooklyn. It is a dope-ass event. Me and Jay have gone. It is lots of fun. You learn lots of things. You get prizes. It's a free event. You can mm-hmm. leave with a fucking new vibrator. Yo, like, that could happen, yo. We've seen it happen. Yes, we have. seen it happen. We didn't leave with things. one because we don't know shit. No, we don't know but anything did. about sex or our bodies. No. <laughs> <laughs> we lost, yo. We lost. All I know is about is... Stacey on the speaker! That's how you make sex, yo. You grind and whine. <laughs> I'm fucking delirious. And bend over. That's right, yo. That's right. So yeah, come through. Sex trivia is always a good time at Love Story Bar. The staff there is super dope and nice. So come through, come through, come through. Mm-hmm. Okay, so lastly, with the intros and the bullshit, I haven't asked. This is not bullshit. This is actually this not This is not. Bullshit. This is great things. This is great, super dope things. So I haven't asked. So my nephew, I have mad nephews. How many nephews do I have? Four. Oh, so you're an auntie. I am an auntie. Oh. I've been an auntie since um long time now. Okay. Since I was like very, very young. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe a teenager. Interesting. Long time now. Hold that there. Put that on the shelf. Yes. We'll revisit. We're going to re- stick a pin in that. <laughs> so, yeah. So, one of my nephews, we're going to call him Twin A17. Because <laughs> he's a twin. There's two of them. I think, I believe he's the oldest. Um, so, Twin A17 got accepted into the American Musical and Dramatic Academy's High School Summer Conservatory. That is a long ass name. It is. There's an acronym that I didn't write here, but y'all, you know, figure whatever. You know what the acronym is. Anyway, <laughs> but. And he, if you don't, oh well. Right. He is wild passionate about acting. That's his dream. He's mm-hmm. passionate about coming to New York. He is from New The kids are from New York, um, but he's lived in Charlotte. 
they moved to Charlotte when he was like a kid kid. Like, mm-hmm. what's that? Like seven? Kid mm-hmm. kids are like seven and shit like that, right? So I, Okay, I don't know the terminology. Yeah, he's like a kid kid. Okay. I would say that. Okay. So, yeah. So, he's he's been there and his dream is to be an actor. I've never met anyone his age who was that passionate about so, that. Our, I don't know about his passion about acting, uh-huh. but I know that his passion on his Instagram that I see mm-hmm. is, what planet is he from? He's an aesthetic. Girl. Yeah, he's like, yeah. his posts are moments. That, is that what he calls them? Um, I don't know if he uses that language, but and, that is what oh, they are. I, f- I feel like they're moments. They are fucking Do you moments. mind if I talk about the one post that really spoke to me? Yes, go ahead. You know how you could do on Instagram, you could post lots of pictures at once? Mm-hmm. It was about five pictures of himself. Mm-hmm. The last picture was a friend. And the post was dedicated to her and her birthday. <laughs> but all five of the pictures was him. And then the sixth one was right. her. Because he was grateful. <laughs> I was so grateful for my friend. Right. Five pictures. It was so cute, though. I was like, I love this person. really, like, really, he was just talking about, like, everything that she means to him. And how, like, basically the way that he wrote it, you would think that, like, she made him look as glorious and glamorous <laughs> as he did in them photos, yo. Uh, the things that we do for people where we just say photo credit this person. <laughs> right. I feel like all of that was yes, like, yes, she may have yes. took those pictures. Right. So Twin A17 is a motherfucking aesthetic. And his dream is to be an actor. And he takes it extremely seriously to the point where I've had to explain to him several times, like how to balance his business Sorry, one and more like the arts. Yeah. I heard you on the phone with him uh-huh. and he's like, like you said, he's 17. Mm-hmm. He's been in South Carolina since he was 10. Yep. He was so matter of fact, he was like, there's nothing here for me. There's nothing here. I was like, how do <laughs> There's nothing here for me. Yeah. He's the, since he was like, I want to say since he was like 12, we talked about school and he, he didn't like school, but he was just like, you know, I've just accepted that like school is not who I am and <laughs> I get gratification from other things. It's just, it's not my life and I just do what I have to do to pass. <laughs> whoa and he like gets a's and shit like mm-hmm. that but just that like self-awareness that mm-hmm. anyway he's amazing so yeah. let me get into the ass yeah sorry i just yeah. i just keep so he got accepted into this dope program it's an expensive program that he applied to on his own we had no idea he was doing this but he applied because he wanted to go Dramatic. right and he got accepted so we're doing our best to help make that happen um and by we i mean like his family so between financial aid and other resources my sister his mom got the balance down to about 2700 bucks which is a whole lot of money my sister has been living with stage 4 cancer and um because of that is not working right now she is different cycles of treatment sometimes she can work and sometimes she can't mm-hmm. work um so right now she's not working she's raising five kids so we're trying to pull um, we're trying to pull our funds together so that he can do this before his senior year when he'll start apply- applying for like acting schools and all that good shit. So, blah, 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 blah. so if you would like to help Twin A17 get to New York, <laughs> you can send uh, money to my sister Jasmine via Cash App. She's been on the podcast before. Yeah, if you want to hear yeah. um Jasmine talk, we talked about her learning about um, her cancer yeah. and she's been here like hanging out talking shit, but that was mm-hmm. a while ago. So yeah. if you search it and if you want to kind of learn more about her and her deal or whatever, actually maybe I'll find it and put it in, in the, the show notes. notes or yeah. Let's like do that. that. Yeah. Um, so her cash app is that little cash app dollar sign thing. And Jasmine Francis is her name. Jasmine with the E at the end, last name Francis, F-R-A-N-C-I-S. If there are, I will put all that stuff in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's her cash app, Venmo, PayPal. I'll put that stuff in the show notes for if you're, anyone's interested in donating by other means. And thank you. If you can, we appreciate you. If you can't, we still appreciate you. Yep. And thank you so much. We support you. And thank you for listening to me talk about twin a17 yo he's like super duper fucking dope i can't like he's yeah. my twin a17 like my nephew so i can't tell all his business Not but yet. like yeah he's like fucking amazing so there is that are you ready to get into the show let's do it let's fucking do this shit yo what type of tea are you drinking i ain't drinking no tea okay okay Okay. What kind of tea you drinking? I'm drinking coffee. I'm just trying to stay That's the alive, kind of tea you know? I'm drinking, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're doing it. Maybe that's why I'm still awake. Maybe I I'm have actually, the jitters. Maybe it's a dream. Oh, you have the coffee jitters? Yeah, it's making me nervous because okay. I'm not a coffee drinker. I was feeling that earlier. I was feeling like, like getting irritable and shit. Yeah, yeah. Me nervous. Okay, it'll pass. It'll pass. Tell my mom I love her. Okay, thank I will. you. I will. And my um, sister can have those shoes. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> 
that's a good one. What are your pronouns? <laughs> she and her, what are your pronouns? She, her, they, them. And what are you affirming for yourself today? I'm affirming that I'm a bad bitch. I'm affirming that I'm enough. I'm affirming that I will be self-employed and financially wealthy without trauma. Yes. I affirm that I'm in a healthy relationship that will continue to go stronger. Hey, Belle. Yeah. I also affirm that I'm healthy. Yes. I'm a healthy ass bitch, 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 bitch. I'm a healthy ass bitch. Okay. What are you affirming for yourself, Jay? I affirm that I am not a lady per usual. I affirm that I am enough. My apartment is paid for. My rent is paid for. I am wealthy. I am healthy. I'm self-employed and my finances are abundant. Opportunities are fruitful and bountiful without trauma. I've got bags upon bags upon bags. I do not undersell myself. I do not underquote my rate. I get my rate. I make that money. And I'm healthy. I'm a healthy bitch, too. I know I said that once, but I want to say it again. Because he's a healthy ass bitch. 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 bitch, bitch. I don't know. That doesn't go into this. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> um, so we kind of wanted to talk about how we're doing briefly before mm-hmm. we get into the funky bullshit because yeah. we didn't have a lot of time to spend with you so we wanted to make sure that we checked in and just kind of talked about how we're doing what we're doing and all that good bullshit so what is popping with you queen? i'm tired okay i'm tired at the top of the show we said how this is like a busy ass month yeah and which we are thankful for yeah um yes but we can still talk about how it has stress on our body Absolutely. and stuff like that so like i'm trying to work through that a lot i get overwhelmed when i don't feel like i'm balanced so i'm like struggling with that nothing mm-hmm. unbalanced is happening really and everything that i'm doing i walked into eyes open so i just right. have to like kind of just be like bitch you chose this mm-hmm. and that just is what it is mm-hmm. it's okay okay you're gonna be all right you're gonna be fine go on girl you can do this yes exactly so mm-hmm. that's kind of like where i'm at and then like you know with starting the mix fixing podcast it's just like why did you get create more work for yourself? But I like it. Right. But I'm still like, what? what, what? I watched you do it. I watched you do it. Yeah. But I like it. I really enjoy it. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Good. But yeah, that's kind of what I'm working through. My boo is 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 really nice. Um, I really love my boo. Yeah. So there's that. And I want to hang out with my mom more. My okay. mom is fucking dope to hang out with. Mm-hmm. The last time we hung out was the weekend before Eid. Mm-hmm. And. That lady's funny. I knew that already. Right. Like, this woman is funny. This is what I'm going to grow up to mm-hmm. be. So I want to make sure for this summer that I hang out with my mom a lot more than I have been. Because mm-hmm. she's like a good t- fucking time. I always knew that. But you know how you forget? Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, shit. He's a homie. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's something that I kind of want to make happen for myself, hang out with my mom more. We might go to a Mary J. Blige concert together. Whoa. Yeah. That sounds fun. Yeah, my mom is a constant ass going bitch. That's so she texted fun. me one day and was like, Would you want to do this? And I was like, Would I want to see Mary? Yeah. That's a good Jay the Blige. That's a good mother daughter right? type of thing. Like the the way that like that's a good artist to see. Yes, yeah, like your she's mom. real and then like, You can appreciate it. It's intergenerational. It. Yes. It's dope. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm excited about that this reminds me i should text her to remind her that she said she wants to go with me because she will just buy the ticket and go and be yes. like oh yeah because that's her like mm-hmm. that's what my mom does for fun and go mm-hmm. see concerts so i'm gonna have to be recording this i'm gonna be like hey ma i still want to do this I like that are you doing this yeah so that's, nice. that's what's going on with me what's going on with cool. you Jay? what's going on with me um i am also wild busy because we do business together yeah. so i'm busy i'm tired and I need, I would like a vacation. Mm-hmm. We are going to have a vacation. Mm-hmm. I'm affirm- we need to start affirming that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thankful also. Oh, I shot a commercial. Yes, you yeah. did. I shot a test commercial. My friend is an actor. An actor. A-C-K-T-O-U-I. I can't roll my R's. So I can't that. either. I'm a Yankee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She has an IBM page. Nah, I don't just, no, I'm I'm just don't. Joking. I'm just joking. IMDB. I like how you... I don't know what that's... <laughs> thing. I don't be knowing things. <laughs> yeah, it was like... Um, I had never done that oh, before. Oh, IBM, it's a computer. Okay, yes, go, ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. We've shot things before, but I've never like been on like a whole ass set and been like the fucking talent and like been getting directions from like a director and shit. Mm-hmm. And like, like it was a director who like did a whole movie that like I actually Do liked. Work, yeah, and you, you know? With. Yeah, it was really... I better cool. add that to your bio. 
that you worked with, blah, 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 blah. Oh, okay, girl. I'm yeah. saying. And yeah, it was it was really nice. Everybody on set was really nice. There was a moment when uh, I was telling a set full of white people about what I wasn't going to say. Because mm-hmm. what I'm not about Cause, to cause do. Because what I'm not going to do is. What I'm not going to do. Uh, I mean, it wasn't. You know, it was all. It was a kind exchange, but that's how they took it. it. Don't still, matter because you're a black woman. Yeah, so they they, they probably it was heard. Still like, well, let me. Exactly. This is not something that's authentic to me. So let me think of something that I would say or mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. Um, and there was a moment when did they actually say something was on fleek or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was more of like an opinion thing that I wouldn't say in the way they presented it to oh, me. It was okay. just something that wasn't culturally. Um, accurate politically another black person may have used that language Mm -hmm. but me and all of my intersections it's just not something that i would say yeah and so uh, there was a moment when i told i explained why i wouldn't say that and then after i kept trying to uh find different ways to say it and explain why this is not true Mm -hmm. i just said it's just like a really white thing to say like to everyone there and so it just it felt for me in this environment that i had never been in before kind of that there was a moment when I was like, is this how Denzel feels? Because you know he's like on set, like telling people what I'm, mm-hmm. what I'm not going to do. Right? I guarantee, you know, he was on set doing that. Yeah, because he plays the same person in every movie. Right. Yeah, so, I uh, said it. I, I'm too tired to engage with you on that. But, but anyways, it was a cool experience. So that was super exciting. Then I am also in a relationship type situation right now and that is going well i was thinking i was listening to mark Marin. that's a podcast i'm sure you all have heard of mm-hmm. it um and i'll tap in and listen when he's interviewing people that i think are interesting and he was talking to well that doesn't matter but anyway so before the guests he kind of just talks about his life and stuff like that and he was talking about breaking up with his partner mm-hmm. so him and his partner broke up and kind of talked about how it kind of sent him on this spiral. He is a recovering addict and he's been sober for a really long time. But just like being in a dark place and being depressed and stuff like that. And it just kind of something that I think about in my relationships and in my relationship journey is um, this in this relationship in particular, because it's I find it to be healthy in mm-hmm. ways that lots of my other relationships haven't been mm-hmm. is the way in which having a healthy partner is beneficial to my mental health yeah, and how it kind of helps to keep me balanced. And I have two feelings about that. I feel like that's a good and positive thing. And Mm -hmm. I feel like partners, whether you're somebody who deals with mental health issues um, or mental mental illness or not, it is, it can be healthy to have a partner if that partner is healthy and contributing to your life and yeah. And your well being and cares about you. And if they are an active and supportive partner, right. So Mm -hmm. whether, whether you are mentally like completely healthy or not, they're like partners can be helpful and beneficial. So I have been feeling good about having a partner that is supportive and like dope and shit. But I've also been feeling a little bit of like guilt and like, a little bit of weakness. Guilt. Not guilt is the wrong word, but a little bit of weakness, um, which is ableist, I think, and problematic. But I have been feeling like sometimes the things that I use to manage my mental health, mm-hmm. sometimes I feel ashamed for needing to manage my mental health. And mm-hmm. ashamed for anybody who's like a new listener. I I deal with um I live with depression, mm-hmm. and um I don't currently medicate. So there's all types of things that I do to just for me that helps me like stay. I have taken medication before, so I'm not anti medication. It's just me in my life right now. It's not something that I do. But anyway, some there are times in my life when I feel um ashamed for whatever it is that I am doing. Um, or whatever it is that it, I feel like is assisting me stay like mentally up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So even though I know that I deserve a supportive partner mm-hmm. and all that shit, and even if I was like, um, even if I was a person who did not live with depression and navigate depression, 
a healthy partner is still something that would be beneficial to me. Mm -hmm. The fact that it is helping to keep me mentally like up, it does bring me a little bit of like. So you don't. Like, like there's a dependency happening? That's my okay. feeling. I don't feel dependent. I don't feel like I, I, like I wouldn't be okay if mm-hmm. he wasn't around. But there's just that feeling for me of like, like any needing something, needing support, being dependent. Um, All of that stuff sounds like kind of like natural human things yeah and why we interact with each other and why we have to interact with each other and Mm -hmm. why like um isolation and solid solitary confinement and shit like that is inhumane it's because we need those things like i don't think you should feel um guilt Mm -hmm. for the things that you naturally need as a fucking human being yeah you know Mm -hmm. so yeah you're right you're right um, but anyway, that's something that was on my mind and it made me, it came to mind when, when this white guy who I've never met, who I listened to, Mark Maron was talking about his breakup, like with his longtime partner. And I know that as somebody who ch- has challenges with mental health, I know that that's like, dag, that's like extra hard because mm-hmm. this person was helping to keep you stable. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Keep you like good or whatever. So anyway, it's just something I was thinking about gotcha. I wanted to share with you guys. So mm. thanks for listening. You want to take a break? Yeah, let's take our break. Okay, cool. Money, 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 money. <laughs> money! Do you know what this year is? What every year is all about? Yeah, but like... Giving black this women year. your money? Yes. Give okay. black women your money. Hashtag pay black women, okay, yo. Okay, okay. So, so how do they give black women their money? Well, they can start by giving us their money. Oh, yes. Yes. We do this dope-ass Women is Race Nerd podcast every motherfucking every week. Every week. Sometimes and, twice um, a week. Yeah, yo. <laughs> and we could use your loving motherfucking donations. Um, we definitely can. Absolutely. So how can you do that? You can go to our website. Yeah. TeamWithQueenAndJay.com Hit that donate tab mm-hmm. And we have two options there so you Two Two You become a patron Or you can just donate through PayPal yep. You choose We mm-hmm. give you a choice That's right On how you give us money That's right If you want to donate via Patreon We're asking all of our listeners To break us off $2 a month That's $24 a year And if everybody who listens Does that shit We will have everything That we need to do Everything we want to do For this podcast Everything And if you love us so much That you want to break us off A one time donation A multiple time donation Or if you don't like The the once a month Kind of system You can go to our PayPal And give us any amount of money We will take that shit We will love that shit We will appreciate that shit We will use that shit That's right So once again TeaWithQueenAndJay.com Hit the donate tab And choose your donation method of choice oh my god we're gonna get money again <laughs> all the time yes and we're black all the time all right so yeah there's been some shenanigans going on yeah on the interwebs they're always going on but this one has caught us off guard we've yeah. discussed this topic before yes we have um and different things have come up since we first talked about it and we just like decided not to really address That's it, it. yeah but it's getting ridiculous now. It's getting... It's getting ridiculous now. Silly. And so we have to address it. Do you want to tell the people what we're talking about? Yes. So um, Ava DuVernay mentioned not liking being called an auntie. She stated this while on the podcast, The Red Pill. Um, I'll get into specifics, specifics later about what the exact quote is and shit like that. I just want to like give you a little mm-hmm. summary. So she said that. And then Oprah and Gail also were like, yeah, we agree with that. We don't want to be called aunties either. Um, so that happened. Then OWN, which is OWN Magazine, which is Oprah's Magazine, decided to write an article about it. And Jay and I have kind of this. All of this stuff has kind of been a buildup. This yeah. has kind of been a conversation within the last week. And Jay and mm-hmm. I have kind of been like not, like you said, not paying attention yeah. to it. Like outside of, I think I posted one Facebook post, like asking, like, what's with this auntie shit? Like, because mm-hmm. I w- wasn't sure what was happening. That's kind of like the only thought I brought to it. Because this yeah. is like, I'm not doing this. Um, but then we, from a listener, brought to our attention an Instagram post. A violent Instagram post. I would say, I would call it violent. Yeah, violent Instagram post on... Socially violent. Yes, on the OWN Magazine Instagram page, which has since been deleted. Mm-hmm. The post is basically, auntie 
Ava, Auntie Gail, Auntie Oprah. And they cross out the word auntie in front with of their names with red. Red, red marker. Whatever. Like red marker. So mm-hmm. then that's when me and Jay was like, okay. Yeah. So it's like strike through. So it's like we prefer to just be called like by our names or whatever. Don't call us auntie. Yeah. Kind of thing. And so that the imagery of that made me uncomfortable. And I was still honestly semi okay with like paying it no mind because i know Mm -hmm. different people feel different about it and those are whether they want to be my aunties or not they are to me culturally my elders culturally in my head aunties so i i if they don't want to be called that that's i'm okay with not calling that Mm -hmm. that's what the elders have requested that's fine but then as as i start to hear more about what's being said Mm -hmm. and why they don't want to be called that it started to make me feel really I think just dismissed as a diasporic black African descended person. person. Yep. You know? Same over here. So like like I said, we were kind of not indulging in any of this conversation. Yeah. So I finally read the article. So now what is where does who what article? In own magazine. So okay. there's an article basically stating these things. Um about not being called Auntie and Ava and Gail and Oprah not wanting to be called Auntie and mm-hmm. Y and all this stuff. So I'm reading an article and I'm like, is this for real? Like, or like, is this clickbait? Like, what's happening here? Like, own does clickbait? Like, mm-hmm. is own gossip? Like, it was just mm-hmm. weird. Like, wait, I didn't. I don't. I don't read own. I I think that's the first time I've ever even looked at the website right. to read an article. To be honest with you, but I didn't know that that would like. I thought journalism happened there. Yeah, I um, my mom used to get only my mom used to back too. in the day, and I I would read it, and I never got any clickbait vibes. I don't know. I've seen things on their on their Instagram that have been um, more casual, more like everyday yeah. type of person, mm-hmm. more around the way, more relatable. Yes, um, than what used to like appear in their magazine. Yeah. So I don't know if they're going full gossip or what's going on right yeah, now. Yeah, I never. Yeah, yeah, I never saw like shock value stuff right. or like. So what what took this to you from um, being like a valid conversation about how, what we call each other to mm-hmm. like clickbait? Because it was like, to, well, the article took me to clickbait because of the silly quote. So I'm gonna, I guess, okay, tell y'all some of the quotes that just was like, what? So Gail is quoted in this article, and I guess we'll we'll put the article in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Show notes if you want to laugh. Uh, anything like that um so a girl was quoted in the article saying that she get i get it's a sign of respect but no one's calling beyonce auntie girl okay yeah actually chance the rapper actually does call beyonce auntie i'm sure her nephew G- calls her auntie. auntie i'm sure there's people who there, call her auntie there yeah it's quite possible that a lot of the young people that she has worked with like younger people yeah call her auntie. i'm like, guessing she means like know. on a large scale but like you said you, you never know i've never heard people on a large scale say auntie gail mm. you know like you know how we say auntie um ava um, who says that i've, I've heard it i've oh, seen I've it. it auntie okay. um maxine yes you know like on this like mm-hmm. um so auntie maybe maxine auntie jennifer lewis yeah the aunties, the known aunties. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe she, I've never heard anyone refer to Gail in a large scale like that. I'm sure it may happen in her personal right. interactions with people. Um, so maybe that's what she means. Like there's not like a large amount of people in the stratosphere saying Auntie Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't mean they aren't either. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, so there's that. But this is that's not where it gets ridiculous for me. Okay. Okay. So she goes on to say. Gail added that she thinks the appropriate age to start using the title auntie for an elder is somewhere around 85. Gail. Mm-hmm. So, that's a grandma. That's a grandma. That's a grandma. That's a grandma or, or like a mother, kind of. That's, you know a, what that's I'm your auntie. Yes. That, that's <laughs> the thing for me is that like this, this thing. So the term auntie and the way that black folks relate to one another or claim one another as family, right? As a cultural global community, the way that we do this thing, um, is it's communal. Yes. And it's like Gail decided that aunties are now, because Gail is a woman of a certain age, 
now aunties or whoever can actually be her actual physical auntie. When socially and culturally, that's never been what that is. Like auntie is Jennifer Lewis, actually, and she's talked about this, has been an auntie like a, a cultural since a different auntie. world yes and that show was in, what in the 80s 90s uh, early 90s late 80s early 90s yeah, yeah. she's like she she's has been, been an a auntie cultural auntie since then, yeah and she was not um auntie age right so let's say mm-hmm. no we're not gonna put an age on auntie because we've all been aunties since we were i don't put people. a numerical age on auntie because right. i've literally been an auntie since i was 11 yes like and i've never seen I've never like that and concept you, of time attached mm. to the word auntie is not something that happens in blackness. Right. It's just, you know, like mm. I've, I haven't seen it that way. And I know many people who have become in quotations, going to be technical aunties at a really young age. Mm-hmm. I know people who are older than their nieces and nephews. Yeah. I mean, younger than their nieces. You know, it's not right. like a, there's no numerical time mm-hmm. value system and on that word. That's not to say that there aren't people we talked about this before. There are people, there are jokes about aunties, but that is not the definition of what an auntie is. Yeah. Like there's so many different ways culturally in which we view aunties. Yes, there is the joke about somebody like getting their auntie on, like doing um things that are older or like it's all different types of those auntie jokes you know it's it's the auntie it's all different type of aunties yes it's the auntie who don't care about you and is still fly and does her thing or whatever and is not worried about you there's the fun auntie that brings that lets you drink alcohol and little other little fun shit you know what i'm saying then there's the auntie that you make fun of maybe she's the church auntie Mm -hmm. whatever but it's not this like one defined thing the yeah. only thing for it's me, not a monolith right it is not a monolith right. right to me the only thing that is defined is that culturally african descended people many of us adopt and refer to one another as family yes we use family language so sister brother sis bra sister <laughs> brother bro you know what i'm saying like, all yeah we use we have play cousins, like all of that. Everybody type of has thing. a play. We like the fictional family, fictional Ken thing right. is something that we do. Yeah. And we've had to do for survival. Yes. Like if you yes. look at our history in this country and how we were like, white supremacy does not respect the biological family structure of mm-hmm. black folks in this country right. because they needed to capitalize on our body. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So we're spread all over the United States. You make family wherever you act. Yep. That's what we had to do. That's yep. what we do. And we just still do it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't get why there's no value in that. Mm-hmm. I don't get why there's a ratio in us doing that and valuing ourselves as family because right. you literally may not have no family. Like yeah. that shit is fucking makes no sense. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Yeah. So, that was a girl quote, girl's quote. I'll get into Ava's quote, the one that started all of this, ignited this fire. Okay. So yeah, like I said earlier, this is from the Van Lathan's podcast, The Red Pill. And Ava DuVernay says, Auntie Ava, why? Am I, am I that old? Because I think he referred to her as that. Mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, uh, thanks. Mm-hmm. That's actually what happened. And, and Van Lathan um, is a black man in his 30s i would say mm-hmm. ava is documented i think as being 46, 46 right? yep okay oh look at you with the context mm-hmm. and the information Damn. the j facts am i that old she facts asked. fun facts all right i'm done sorry <laughs> annoying <laughs> annoying am i that old she asks because i don't feel that old and it's not a respect thing auntie ava like auntie like aunt jemima no, 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 no. Yes. Yeah, she did that. She did that. No, 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 no. Did that. No, no, I didn't know that that had happened. What is you what is you doing? No, 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 no. What is you doing? No, 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 no. Like why are you using language that your black family is using in a completely different way? Attached to the mammy image that white supremacy created about black folks yeah. why why are you looking at through it through that lens like i would i did not expect her wow bitch wow what are you doing uh, what are you doing it's hotepian <laughs> like what are you doing yeah. how is that i don't get how that's in the same sentence mm-hmm. you know the way in which we use that well maybe she doesn't know the way in which we use that like how are you equating that to angie mama <sighs> that that made me super duper uncomfortable Yes. We we 
like acknowledge that there is um, mammy culture in which, like you said, white folks using that image of yes. black women to basically to represent to us just always being of service of to them. Service to them. How right? are you equating yes. that? That is not the same way in which, which we, we use it. To one another. So how are you? Why are you talking to a black talking to a black, black person? Oh God, who's talking to you? But here's the other thing. I think that there's this thing that people do where they feel like we're doing things in front, in front of, of white, white people. people. Yeah. So you're on a podcast with a black man talking about stuff. Like, is the concern that you're in mixed company and that the listener will think he's talking about Aunt Jemima because everybody in that room and us black people like listening know that like that's that's how we refer to each yeah. other that's how a lot of us refer to each other mm-hmm. so that's 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 a bit awkward yeah like crazy awkward mm-hmm. like i just don't understand that it's uh also her then saying like am i that old it also made me think about like because we know that you can be an auntie at any age yes. right whether it be a blood auntie or like just social auntie like we said yes. jennifer lewis has been a social cultural auntie to uh, millions of black strangers and and mm-hmm. she's also like a queer icon so like yeah yes millions of of gay strangers yes you know what i'm saying for decades since she was a young since she was in her 30s yes. okay so it's just it feels like to me that the feeling of like am i that old is i feel like if we were not so ageist against women that people would not feel so self-conscious about being referred to as auntie yeah you know because auntie it it because we don't value women because we don't value us as we get older mm-hmm. we don't value our experiences yeah. we don't value our wisdom we don't value the shit that comes with like maturing mm-hmm. when people refer to you as auntie when people refer to you as someone who has a certain kind of wisdom because you can be an auntie in different groups there are, di- yes. there are certain circles where i'm an auntie and in certain circles where somebody is my auntie you know and what i'm saying a fucking baby right and i'm a baby but and like, a what person. are you talking about right but i'm a whole entire grown ass bitch so and again in many places too young for whoever is around to be talking to me like i'm their auntie but i have also been places and we've talked years ago okay in my early 20s when people were talking to me i'm like who who are they talking to like Mm -hmm. do they know because because in this situation i'm I'm the the, auntie yeah so Mm -hmm. who are you talking to yeah and it's a it's a cultural thing. These are not people who are like related to me. It's a cultural yes. awareness. Mm-hmm. It's a cultural acknowledgement and respect of someone's experience in a space. Mm-hmm. And experience oftentimes does come with age. Yeah. And I think if that wasn't looked at, if the aging and experience of women was not looked at as such a negative thing, many of us wouldn't have such a visceral reaction to being called auntie. Yeah. You know? That word. So I'm a skedaddle, tiptoe into Oprah. Okay. So later in the article, Oprah. I'm gonna give a sorry. I'm gonna give a content warning for this. Okay. Because this shit right here. This is loaded. This to me was anti-black as right fuck. Right here, nickel. This shit right here. This crypto corner, the corner, corner light. corner, corner light. Yeah, that's what this is. Yeah, it's it's a bit much. Or maybe it's not to you. I don't know. But I just wanted to for those <laughs> niggas like me. Okay, that is where you from? Where I'm I'm from? Because how we get down? Because where I'm from? Okay, because how we do? Because what you not? Because over here on this side of town? Okay, the way we do? Because I'm from outside. Hello, I'm from outside. Okay, so on my block. Okay, (laughs) so um, this is Oprah was quoted saying, "I cringe being called auntie or mama by anybody other than my nieces or godchildren." Oprah says, except if I'm in in Africa, except if I'm in Africa, where it's the custom for everybody to refer to anyone older as sister or auntie, depending on the age difference. And there and there and there, no one refers to anybody older by their first name out of respect. All right. I'm going to take a deep breath again. Inhale. Oh, that's exhale. Sorry, I was in the middle of <laughs> when you said it. I was in the middle of like get, letting it out. I don't. I, I. It's so stressful. I don't know the patterns she or the. Did have to know how to use a oh respiratory God, system. Anymore. Yo, okay. So here, here. This is what bothers me so much about this. First of all, we are African descended people. It's black people we're talking about referring to you as this, unless you're talking to white children, right? Because no, no, what, what? 
That's mm-hmm. a separate conversation. Yeah. But maybe y'all are still afraid to talk to white people separately than how you talk to black people. Exactly. In media. Maybe that's what the problem is. I, I don't know what's happening here. But we are, again, African descended people. We have held on yes. to so, so many of our traditions yes. straight from motherfucking Africa. Okay? The motherland. The motherland, which is why black people. The auntie land. The auntie land, <laughs> which is why black people in different parts of the diaspora and throughout the world, which is why black Americans, people from the South culturally, okay, sometimes the shit that they do is the same shit yes. that black Caribbeans do. Yes. It'd be the same the shit. The same shit. Okay. The, sometimes you look at like, it was an era. There was an era. If you looked at a picture of like a fucking rude gal, like, and a picture of like a fucking country ass, like Southern ass bitch. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, the, the look, the, the design, everything would be the, the same. same. And this, the reason why. And that's probably why I like Patrick so much when I was a kid. But anyway, probably. go ahead. But the reason why I point this out is because this is before we all had the internet. This is before we were all dressing the exact same mm-hmm. because we were all looking at the same things yep. and taking it. Back in the day, in one town, niggas is wearing these shoes. You go to another borough, somebody dressed totally shit, different. Like, yeah, like, all what? that stuff. Not from 1910. So, right. So, so, to see black folks black caribbean folks and black southern american folks rocking the same shit wearing the same styles expressing their blackness in the same ways there's something that has to do with who we are as african descended people but anyway that's a more current example but we have carried our traditions we are similar throughout the diaspora because culturally there's certain shit that we have taken with us culturally there's certain shit that we do and don't do or whatever and this sister, auntie, cousin, this relating to ourselves as and like kin and family. family. We do that shit here too, Oprah. I don't know why it's okay for them, for them to, to do, do it, it in, in, in the continent, I but not know. here. Yeah, I don't know why. Why is it different? Why, why is it you, valued more there? Why do you recognize it there? Why can you see it there, but you don't see it here? Why can you see their traditions, but not see our traditions? What is it that makes it less valuable for black American people to do it, except for the fact that you people, you are part of the people who believe that we don't have culture. Yeah. But that our culture culture. is to be performed in a respectable manner for white people so that they don't confuse auntie Jemima, aunt Jemima and auntie Maxine. It's anti-black Americanness. It's just like no value in anything we do. Mm-hmm. And you can't even connect what we do to the continent. Like right. that was just like such an obvious connection. So, so obvious, fucking obvious. But you like you don't see it because you don't want shit to do with us. Nothing to do with us. Like at all. Mm-hmm. And it's like, as when I saw that, the first, my first thought was like, yo, I've been saying Oprah don't like us. Yeah. Oprah don't fuck with us like that. Yeah. She don't. Yeah. She don't. Like and, for her to say that and not connect those things is mm-hmm. like, what the fuck? And then it was like, this is such a basic ass kind of hotep ass motherfucker. Like y'all should have kept this conversation in your fucking living yeah. room. Like this is for y'all to t- talk about on a porch and drink lemonade yeah. and for me to never see or hear this shit. Cause this is dumb. Mm-hmm. This is dumb as fuck. Like how are y'all this dumb? As, as some dumb, grown, grown ass, grown ass dumb. They're not aunties cause they're dumb. Aunties yeah. have wisdom. That's, you know what? You don't want to be an auntie. You're not. Because you're you're stupid. Like, this is the dumbest, stupid, most basic-ass conversation that I've seen play out for a week Mm -hmm. in my life. Mm -hmm. Like, we were ignoring it for a reason because we knew this shit was dumb and basic and stupid. Like, are you like, this is dumb. Y'all not aunties. Y'all right. Ain't no wisdom over there. Mm -hmm. Um, That and then also, like, kind of Oprah exposed herself, like, in a way, exoticizing the continent. Yeah. In a way, exoticizing that culture and looking at them as, like... Like this kind of, I don't, I don't have the language for it, but like these delicate, exotic people with these special customs, yeah, and um, that of that respect. has been untouched from white supremacy, yes. as if that's not, and that's not the true. Yes. Like our our histories, the specific, the specifics of our history are different, mm-hmm. but the way in which that we have been touched by white supremacy is so fucking similar. And for mm-hmm. you to think that that has been untouched and that has just lived there. Yeah. untouched for centuries and it's pure and it's real and it's all that shit and it's like no it's been through the same shit that our shit has been through mm-hmm. just like they're still doing it we're still like how do you not oh i'm like angry yeah i um yeah i feel that too i feel <sighs> that too it's disappointing 
And I agree. They they don't have to be aunties. Like you, you, you don't, don't gotta be. You, we, we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna take that away. We're from fine you. with that. We're good. Don't bring no potato salad. Don't bring you. You just don't bring anything. I don't get it. You can bring the. You know, can they come to the cookout still? I don't know. You can bring the punch, <laughs> the red punch that don't nobody drink because we made Kool Aid. But you brought like some fucking red punch. I, guess. I don't even trust that potato salad. I don't trust oh, anything no, you bring. Like what? It can't be trusted. What? It can't be libations to all of like everyone who's joining in on this. Like libations to you, June Ambrose. <laughs> Shout out. Anyone else? Uh, louder, proud. Anybody else? Own deleted that post. Oh my goodness. Because it like oh just loud and proud, and it's like we're not saying. We are. We understand that you can express and say what you want to be called and what you don't yeah, want to be called. Because we're not doing fine. that. Mm-hmm. That's fine. That is okay. Like that is fine. Mm-hmm. But the reasons to which that they don't want to be called auntie, yeah. that shit is fucking violent. Mm-hmm. It's anti-black. Mm-hmm. It's for me. It comes out as classes. It's it's just so much mm-hmm. shit. There's so many layers of not fucking with me. Yeah. That makes me angry, and I don't, mm-hmm. now nah, I don't want to fuck with you. And 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 we were talking about this off mic before. There are people in our communities, right? They're not in large numbers, but there are people in our communities who who don't like that and yeah. who don't do the auntie mm-hmm. thing or who don't do like the familial thing. Those niggas make me uncomfortable. Yeah, quite frankly, mm-hmm. we growing up, we had aunties and cousins who were not blood to us or whatever. I but mad at them. Yeah, but people who were close. You know, our mom's best friends and things like that. They were aunties. aunties yeah. Neighbors and people who maybe were um, teachers or, or distant from us, but who we would see regularly, those were, you Mr. know, Miss So and So or Mr. So and So and that kind of thing or whatever. And it exhibited, it showed it was a sign of respect, but also distance, right? Yeah. And so mm-hmm. I ha- there are people in my family, like, um, you know, there's there are step family, right? Stepmothers, mm-hmm. stepsisters, step this, step that, or whatever. Some of them are comfortable with, oh, you could just call me dad or call me mom yeah. or whatever. And then there's someone in my family who her step grandchildren refer to her as Miss Miss So and So. That makes me wildly uncomfortable. That would make me uncomfortable. It makes too. me very uncomfortable because it's like they could be any stranger kid on the block. Yeah. Versus That's- like. Your family. your family like that it disturbs me and it's and it's not it's not like she's new like she's known them since they were babies so that whole movement Whoa. makes me wild uncomfortable that is wild uncomfortable yeah and so it's just there's rules to this mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying this is culture this is culture yeah and again we're not a monolith so that we know that different black folks move in different ways there are legions of black folks that move in this auntie uncle play cousin yeah. this one that one family wait yeah. and and ava also sat there in that interview and said she's comfortable i don't know if she said this in an interview or in a tweet later but she's comfortable with being called yeah it was a tweet sis. later yeah she's comfortable with being called sis queen, queen and a bunch of other shit but like if somebody could call you sis who's not your sister, sister what's the difference what what is it the, about the auntie? auntie and and again i think that I wish she even the, said you could call you could say hello family. Oh, family! So family. we're related. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. Cool. Okay, girl. Sure. Okay, Um, I wish that the conversation was more about the ageism aspect of this yeah. because I understand I understand the reaction to someone calling you auntie when mm-hmm. we, when we know the way that ageism works for yeah. women. And even after, to be completely transparent, even after the first time we had this conversation about like auntie and this, that, or whatever on the podcast, yeah. and we went hard, like, no, this is a part of our culture. This is da 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 And so we affirmed it, we affirmed it, we affirmed it. And then people started calling me auntie because mm-hmm. I affirmed that that was something that I was comfortable with. Yeah. And because... um because I am of a certain age, because I and people don't generally just look at me and say, "Oh, auntie," unless they know me and they know, "Oh, no, yeah. that's that's a podcast mm-hmm. auntie." Or yeah, like her, she mm-hmm. has an auntie spirit. Yeah, but people don't just look at me and say, "Oh, you're like an auntie." So when people started doing it, I was like, "Oh, oh, you're gonna really call me auntie?" Oh, okay, okay. Like it took me a minute to mm-hmm. adjust, and I'm like, "Yo, you just told everybody it was cool to call yeah. you auntie. That's a part of the culture." And the reason I had that reaction was this similar ageism. Yeah, thing. and that, that when it come when I thought the conversation was there, I was more comfortable. Right. When I thought it was about ageism or you affirming who you are in the world as far as what to label me, what yeah. to call me. Yeah. When it, when I thought the conversation was there, I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I feel you. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't. 
when it moved to this yeah. and those red st- strikeouts, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like a, like they were making a fucking political ass statement about something that has culturally been in our lives for mm-hmm. generations and generations that I guess are part of our history. Yeah. And you stroke that out with a, with a red marker pen, whatever mm-hmm. the fuck. Mm-hmm. Now we got beef. Yeah, it's upsetting. So I really do wish that the conversation would be more about ageism. And I hope that we get back to that shit and Mm -hmm. dismantle that for women because that that is harmful as fuck. We should should be delighting in. and, And some of that referring to one another as auntie is delighting and is celebrating that Ava is someone who is respected in her field. Like she is changing the game mm-hmm. as a woman of a certain age. Yep. This is her second career for, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Of sorts. She was like a PR person before. Like it's dope that people, in my opinion, would look to her as an auntie or yeah. as someone with a certain type of wisdom. Mm-hmm. So I, I, and, and the same for Oprah and Gail and June, I um, wish again that the conversation would go back to ageism because just what we have been through as a people and being torn away from one another and separated from our families, killed babies being separated from their moms and shit like that. And even today, us uh, families the, being the same broken thing. up. It's, it's still families happening. Families being broken up. It yes. still happens. Yes, yes, yes. From the prison industrial complex, stop. from fucking drugs being poured into our communities and shit, the drug laws and shit like that that the, have torn our families apart. The child care system, yes. the foster care system, yes. all of these things. We have been resilient and we take care of one another and we are not afraid to call strangers family. Mm -hmm. And that is important. When I see a stranger, when I see a strange black woman somewhere I never met, that's my sister or that's my auntie or that's, I've called black women who I didn't know on the train mom because that mother don't need to be standing up while you niggas are sitting. Mm -hmm. Okay. So get up so that mom can sit down. Mm -hmm. Now it's, 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 we just need to talk about this differently. Mm-hmm. That's all. But I'm yeah. glad that you brought this shit up. Mm, yeah. Because I was I was equally upset, yo. We're angry. Mm-hmm. We're mad. We're upset. And we're going to fucking tell Harry on your ass. Because how dare you? How dare How dare you? How dare be you? so disrespectful. I am disgusted. I am disturbed. Mm-hmm. And I am uncomfortable. That's it. All that Harriet work for and you what? Auntie Harriet. That's right. So I think we did a show. We did a motherfucking show. Um, come to Juneteenth, yo. We want to see you. If you listen to this, like right now, if we get the episode out before the fucking party, because mm-hmm. like, what the fuck? We could use a volunteer or two. So <laughs> hit us up. Yeah. Hit us up if you have time to um, come through and volunteer. But anyway, otherwise, we will see you at Juneteenth. It's gonna be a dope ass time if you're in the NYC. If not, we will catch you next week, yo. Yeah. On our next episode. Yeah. Be sure to follow us on all the social medias. We are on Twitter and Instagram at T with QJ. We are on Facebook and Tumblr at T with Queen and J. You can check out our website, T with Queen and J.com. If you'd like to send us your T mail, you can T mail us at T with Queen and J at gmail.com. Please be sure to like, subscribe, rate us. Your ratings really help with um, people discovering this podcast. Mm-hmm. So please do that. Um, I think that's it. Okay. Yeah. Black Lives Matter. Say her name. Stop killing trans women. Stop fucking Stop killing trans killing women. Trans women. All Black Lives Matter. Let's just end it. We don't got time for this show. Stop yeah. killing trans women. Take a nap, y'all. Hashtag take a nap. Okay. This podcast was created, hosted, and produced by a black girl named Janicia and a black girl named Naima. We turn up responsibly. Damn. Harvard, for people who don't know, Harvard was founded in 1636 uh, by slave owners. It has a long history of racism, sexism, misogyny. Uh, but I think that people can grow and people can change. Right. And and I don't I don't hold that standard to Harvard. And I think that people can make mistakes. And I don't think that mistakes make you irredeemable, as Harvard showed for me. As Fair Harvard point. Uh, established stop, for me. Can I give you a time out there? So you're sure. mentioning that they had slave owners in the 1600s. Mm-hmm. You using the N word was what? A year, year and a half ago? Do you two see years it? ago. Two years ago. A little more recent. Okay.